Welcome to the Besties in Bed podcast with Tim and Nikki, a married couple chatting about their adventures in life and marriage. Please be advised that our bed is not always work or kid friendly, but we'll leave that decision up to you. Welcome, Welcome to, to Besties, Besties in, in bed. bed. I'm Tim. And I'm Nikki. And we are back for another exciting episode. I think this is episode 25. No way. Episode 25. So you've got me in these headphones that many times? Wow. Okay. Impressive. <laughs> well, I, 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 have, I have my influence. Yeah. I mean, you've gotten me in other things before too, but you know, anyways. <laughs> do tell. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do you have on the dock for today? Well, we have two listener questions. One is a trigger point for you. Oh. Just going ahead and, and forewarning you on that. <gasps> oh, great. Yes. Trigger warning. Um, oh, man. So we rearranged the, uh, the, 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 the setup of the living room yesterday. <laughs> uh, we, we moved our TV wall mounted it to get rid of this old god awful god awful tv stand from the 1940s probably <laughs> no in, in 1940s it would have looked cute <laughs> 1940s it would have looked cute but the it's what it's it almost seems like the 1970s but it's really not it was like 19 it was in it was in the 2000s well, anyway. I mean, but it's it, like a glass, black, glass top, wood sides, like dark wood. Oh, gosh, it was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. And so we ordered a, a wall mount TV stand and we, we got here. It came in and we realized it is the wrong thing. We have different size studs than what's this designed for. So last night at 10 o'clock, <laughs> Nikki goes to Walmart with me. I was going to say, I did not go to Walmart by myself. You're like, you act like Nikki went to Walmart. With me. Yeah. No, no, no. You got to add that we went to Walmart thing because Nikki here does not go to Walmart. I don't pump gas and I don't go to Walmart. Those are like my well, two actually, things. actually, this weekend you did both. <laughs> I know. What the heck is going on? The so, world's coming to an end. <laughs> so we did find what we need at Walmart for cheap. Of we course. came home last night at 11 o'clock, 1130. I started wall mounting this TV, waking up You're the neighborhood. You're mounting it. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> won't be the first time. <laughs> oh, uh, I think you left a screw in the wall, too. <laughs> like, ah, screw it. <laughs> so anyway, let's go ahead and get into question one. All right. Let's All go. right. Question one. Is this a trigger one or not the trigger no, one? Oh, okay. I'm saving that one. Oh, OK. We're going to start out easy. So question one. And I'm, I realized after editing last week, I didn't read the whole question. And I think that kind of leaves some detail out. So from now on, I'm just going to go ahead and read the, the questions as I get them. So you mean you didn't like all the questions I asked back about the question because I ask a lot of questions. So now you're no, trying to I think, cut those out. No, I think I was doing a <laughs> disservice to the, the listener that wrote in. Oh, okay. By I was not, just, okay. You know, by, by not including all of the detail that that person chose to include. Inclu well, I mean, I was asked a lot of questions and I tend to ask a lot of questions. Both, so. both of these came through uh, Instagram DMs. So, okay. you know, they're not overly long. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Question one is, I have a problem. My wife will not have sex with me. Ever. This, it has been a couple years at least since we have had sex. I'm not sure what to do. Masturbation is just not the same. I'm thinking about cheating just to satisfy that need to be with a woman physically. Everything else in the relationship is great. <laughs> is this normal? <laughs> well, it's definitely no. not normal. Wow. That is a, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I, now, you know, that was the, the entire question. So I'm not sure if there's some physical 
altercations? No, not physical altercations. Like if there's something physically that's preventing the wife from kind of like how enjoying have, like sex. I had a knee replacement, so certain positions are not enjoyable. Right, but I don't know if but she's, it could be yeah. like a womanly thing yeah, too. She, I don't know if she's feeling pain if she's just not attracted to the guy. But well, I, I mean, this kind of goes. It kind of sounds like the roommates, right? At this point, I mean, like they get along as roommates, but it was a marriage. Sex is included. I mean, like yeah, it's it's a it's a it's part of it because that builds that strong bond and relationship. So to me personally, it needs to be an open conversation with his wife saying, hey, you know, this has really been bothering me. I need to have this conversation with you. I know this is going to be a tough one for us, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, if you everything else is great, then this needs to come up to figure out as to why. And then, you know, say, hey, I mean, I have needs, but I don't want to, you know, break my commitment to you. I don't want to do these things, but I'm having these urges and I need to talk this out with you so that we can figure out a solution so that we don't fall down a path that we can't well, come back from. I agree. It needs to be a discussion if it has not already. Um, you know, sex is a, it's a need. It's a human need. Yeah. And it's and, physical, there's a connection, there's the emotion with it, it's, it's everything. Right. You know, as far as breaking the vow, I would argue that she has Ooh. already broken the vow because that is part of, of, of a marriage. That's part of a relationship. And if she's flat out refusing for two years. I mean, does it, did it say she flat out refuses or did it say she just hasn't or just hasn't been in the mood? Like what? what's what's the... Well, it says, my wife will not have sex with me ever. It has been a couple of years at least mm -hmm. since we have had sex. Will not ever. I wonder why will not. That's a conversation that he needs to find out why will not. I'm, I, I might. I'm going to go ahead and express a, probably an unpopular opinion, but I don't know. I would say under, based on this limited, what I have here, I, I would say... You know, if it's a need and he's not getting it from her, he needs to get it elsewhere. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my gosh. No, he needs to have the conversation with his wife before he goes and gets it elsewhere. Well, that's that's step yeah, one. And she may be it, fine with that. If she I mean, if she has to recognize that that is a physical need. Correct. And if she has a problem with it, then, yeah, I would not throw it back at her, but kind of turn it like, well, you know, this is. This is not what I signed up for. Like, I didn't sign up for no sex or sobriety. What's the word? Not um, sobriety. That would be soberness, right? Yeah. But what's the celibus? Celibacy. Yeah. Cel there you go. I'm not going to say that again. But that, I didn't sign up for that when I got married. Like, that wasn't part of the deal. No. I mean, I wonder how sex was before they got married. I'm assuming since it's, you know, it's been a couple years. I don't know. I would assume it would. She was probably trying to reel it. him in. It, she was probably giving it up all roadhead going down the, <laughs> let's go to the movie. And, no, you know. girls don't do that to reel somebody girls in. Girls don't rule, do roadhead. No, I'm saying girls don't like, oh, I'm going to have sex constantly so I can reel them in. And then when I, we get married, let's put on the brakes, stop, no sex. A lot of them do it with blowjobs. Yeah, but I'm saying that's not the intent that the girl goes into it. Now, I mean, a girl may go into intent, intent with marriage for money. Don't get me wrong on that one. But like as far as sex, they don't go th in their head and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to give all the sex I can right now. Blow jobs, everything. I'm going to give it out. Oh, yeah, I'm good. And then go put on the brakes. Like 
that that's not what goes through girls' heads. We don't think that far. I mean, no. I mean, I don't know. Now, for money, like we might be going, mm, okay, he got money. That's All a right, whole different let's get discussion. Get married. Ooh, I'm gonna have money. I mean, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. But sex, that's not something. So I would say open conversation. I mean. That is what a marriage is all about is conversation, conversation, and conversation. I mean, and, and communication, sex. communication, communication. Like you have and to communicate. And sex, sex, sex. Sex is communicating. Sex and communication. I'm sorry. I guess it can be. We are communicating when we have sex. It is part of it. <laughs> it's not all we're doing. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it, there's a connection. I will say, you, you, you know, you, you can be vocal. Yeah, but you're like, shh. Which is communication. <laughs> But what I'm saying is there's a connection. There's communication Moaning is going communication. On. Oh, Lord of Jesus. <laughs> I can't even get a word in edgewise with you. But I'm saying he needs to have a conversation before he cheats. End of story. Yeah, but Just I, don't, I don't even know if it's... don't make a right. I Just, don't even know if it's cheating at that point. If, if she doesn't know about it, then yes, it would be cheating. I, 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 that's true. Even if it's an emotional cheating, it's still cheating. Yeah. I mean... Now, it, whether she cares or not, that's a different story. But I mean, it, define it what it is. If you know, a duck's a duck. Call it a duck. I'd say if they're both happy and everything else in the relationship, including her, and she does not enjoy this, therefore she is just flat out refusing. Flat out refusing. I would hope that she would not have a problem with him. Right. I mean, well, I mean, because that's kind of selfish. If you're going to no. hold out, but then say, oh, nope, you can't anything else. Well, then, I mean, because a guy having sex. Usually, it actually, it's just a physical thing. I mean, there's what? guys you can mean have... You have no emotion with me. No, with you, I do. Oh, with me, but who the others you don't, but, with, but the others, <laughs> I'm like, what no, do you mean with what you? What I'm I saying do? is a guy, hold can... on, let's back this train back up. What do you mean with you? I know, I'm just getting gone. What I'm saying <laughs> is with a, a guy, when he has sex with women, it is not always an emotional connection tied to it, it is strictly physical. All right. I think we've answered that one pretty well, don't you think? Well, or do I don't, you have I some don't know. other th- thoughts and no, avenues? I was just saying that. No, I, I think I've, I've I've made what I feel. I think that it is an obligation for both of them to have sex with. If if he's wanting sex, that's part of a relationship. It's a requirement for physical health. A lot of times, well, it's what he signed up for. Yeah, she has a require. She has an obligation, not a requirement. She's an obligation to fulfill certain duties. Right. I agree with that. And if she's refusing, then he first, I agree, he needs to have a talk. Absolutely. Number one. Number one has a talk. Find out what, where she is with this. Right. And, um, you know, just tell her it, or, you know, just flat out tell her. It's like, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm not getting it here. I'm going to go somewhere else. I need, or it's like, I need sex. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to throw that out on the but board. But here and- comes the bad thing is, and she's like, okay with it. And he's like, I need sex. I mean, that throws him in a whole different ballgame of building a re- an emotional connection with somebody else. So it's not about emotions, though. I know for guys it's not, but it can, it could go to that is all I'm saying is it could. So she needs to be. Like, well, mean, then she needs to be spreading woman. those legs. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She's a smart woman. Opening that mouth. Unless she don't want to. Lo- I mean, if she doesn't care about losing them, then, you know, whatever. But yeah. no, that's a sucky situation. <laughs> you said sucky. Well, he ain't getting it, apparently. <laughs> no. All right. OK, you have to let us know how the conversation goes. If you, you know, get back with it. I like yeah. need to know the. What happens? I usually don't hear back from. I people. know. I know. That's why I'm like, come on. This one I need to know. All right. On to the so, trigger. 
the trigger. Oh, Lord. I'm this really isn't, nervous. This one's not about sex. Oh. But it, it is definitely a relationship topic. Oh, am I going to go up. fire off? You probably will. Oh. Are you ready for this? Yes. Let's buckle up. All right. Here it goes. I feel like I don't get respected by my family and friends because I'm a stay-at-home mom. All my friends have <laughs> jobs, and I'm the only one that stays home out of her circle, friend group. Her friend group. I feel like I work just as hard as any of them, yet I'm always picking up on snide comments like, and I'm, I'm making <laughs> up this name here, just doesn't work. She has plenty of time to plan the party, for an example. <laughs> or something to that effect. Every time I hear this, it hurts. I feel like I'm not being respected. Oh, my eyeballs are rolling. So, oh, I, yeah. you know what? I'm probably not even going to get much word in edgewise here. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Because no. this has been a topic for you in the past. Yes, it has. It actually has. Because I've always been the type who has worked, I guess you could say odd jobs, maybe, as you would call it. Like, I didn't go to college. I did go to college, but I didn't you were, go you, you were, to... You were, you were participating in the gig economy before... Gigs it, were popular. It was a thing. Right. So like I went to college, but I didn't like go to college to graduate, to have a career. Like you have a career, you go to your nine to five job, you do your nine to five thing. I didn't do that. So I worked doing household things, first of all. And then I, I did have like little small jobs when we first got married. But then when we decided to have a family, that was our decision is to, for me to stop working. And stuff so that I could focus on our children and be, oh, this is another one. Oh, my goodness. You're going to get me started is me going to the car line and dropping them off, me taking them to school, me picking them up from school, me volunteering at school, me being there for every field trip, me being there for all those things, because that is the thing that the kid is going to remember and cherish for the rest of their life. As a mom, that is important. And as a family, we discussed this and that was important for our children to have those experiences because your mom was at the school working all the time. But like if there was something there, your mom was there. You my, know, mom, my mom was a teacher. So she worked at the school that I went when, when I was in high school. She was a teacher there. So you had that experience and, you know, your mom could be there. My mom was a stay at home mom, but she also worked family jobs like every there was always one of her sisters that needed help with whatever job that they were doing so she would work with insurance she worked at a clothing thing she did this she helped out she was constantly going and working to where she wasn't able to volunteer and do all those things and we did have to ride a bus at one point and that was traumatic so i was like ride a bus like school bus or yeah like like a a city bus (laughs) no no no. we had to ride that good point we had to ride the school bus from school home because my mom worked until like 3 30 and we got off at three or yeah, something but that's like kind that. kind of the norm. It is the norm. For most of America. It is. It is. But um, it was a really bad bus ride for us. But anyways, we as a family discussed that that's what we wanted for our children. Everybody has different situations. Everybody has different things. But that's what we discussed. We want that for our children. So therefore, that's what I did. And people give me slack for it and say, oh, you can, like you said, play in the party. Oh, you know, Nikki can go do this because she's, she doesn't do anything. She's home all day. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like the kids are at school. You she's don't not work. doing anything. I don't work. You sit at home on your, your ass eating bonbons all day. Right. And watching soap operas. Like I, that was the whole thing. Is are they I, still on? Is soap opera still a thing? I think there's like one still of, still on. I would what I not understand. know where to find a soap opera anymore. 
I don't I know. I mean, we all ABC, stream it. ABC, NBC, and CBS. I, I mean, how, we rarely watch live TV, period, anyway. Okay, so I was in the school, like, volunteering. I was doing things for the school. I was constantly there. I was on PTA. I did, like, all of those things when the children were younger. And, yes, I took them to school and dropped them off. Yes, I got in the car line and picked them up. I did all of those things. And our kids cherished that I did that and that we were able to create that life for them. Not only them, I cherish that you did that. Right. I mean, it was something that we wanted for our children. That's I mean, literally, we waited 10 years before we had kids being together. It was a good 10 years. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like we, you know, got married and just popped out babies. I mean, we strategically planned things out. So it was a big deal for us. But people always thought, oh, you don't work, you don't work. Well, then I got into um, network marketing. And did that. I've been doing that for the last 10 years. And that, of course, because you work from home, that was I was working from home before it was cool to work from home. So, I mean, I already did all of that and stuff. And even before and that, you worked a lot of hours, 60, oh, 70 hours a week. It was a lot of hours. I was constantly on my phone, constantly doing work, 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 work. And, and a lot of your friends and family. Yeah. Did do not understand what all's involved in what you were doing due to a lot of the misconceptions and myths about that. And just working at home in general. Like now I think working at home is more acceptable. Maybe since COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Since COVID, it's more accepted that, oh, they work from home. Oh, they don't even think twice about that whole, you work at home, you're doing your nine to five at home. And I'm using air quotes, big time people. (laughs) But that doesn't even compute back then when I was, you know, doing. So I totally get where she is coming from. Oh my goodness. Now, what was her question now that I've been in? (laughs) I don't remember. I know. I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know. She didn't really ask a question. Oh, she's just saying, I I guess it's frustrating that that as a, as a topic for discussion, which we're doing, you know, she, she's not getting respect from her family. Don't know which family members. Um, I hope it's not her husband. Uh, I do too, but that probably exists. It, it, um, I'm sure it does. She's not getting respect from her friends and her friend group. No, because I mean, a lot of there are some of my friends that work career wise and they did not understand. They're like, oh, well, can you, you know, I'm going to make this. Can you watch my dog? Can you let my dog? Can you go check my mail? Can you, you know, little things that you can do during a nine to five that if somebody is stuck in an office that they're not, they don't have that luxury of being able to do. I consider it as a luxury that I'm able to stop and do things, but I have a shit ton of things to do on my list. Just because you don't clock in and clock out. Right. Doesn't mean that you don't have. I got an empire to run people. Yeah, You have a lot of stuff that you have to accomplish, whether, whether you get it done from nine to 10 in the morning or whether you get it done from 10 10 to to 11 at night. 10 to 2 a.m. at night. I mean, yeah. you know, I've many, many times I've worked late at nights because I tried to put everything for the kids during the day. And then when they went to bed or settled down for the night, that's when I went to work, you know, and then I'd work till two in the morning. And then I was back up at six in the morning to take, you know, kids to school and stuff. So like, no, you don't get any sleep. You don't get any respect. It's bullshit. I am totally with her. <laughs> so so what what do you suggest for? Fuck them. How's that? <laughs> Are we going back to question one? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, there you go. No, I mean, have respect in yourself and that who gives a shit what they think. I mean, in reality, you know what you're doing for you and your family and that's all that matters. Yeah. So, I, you but, know, we did a couple of we did an episode a while back ago on friend groups and the importance. And I would say 
if they don't respect you for who you are, what you're doing, they're not worthy of your friend group. Maybe it's time to reevaluate. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Because, I mean, once you hit 40, you're kind of like, screw you. I don't give a shit what you think. But before that, it's like every little thing, it means the world to you. You think the world's going to crumble down, like kind of like teenage love and all that. You think the world's good. No, it doesn't. And when you hit 40, you realize, screw this. I'm, you know, I don't care. So I think that's where a lot of the maturity came from is I don't care if they don't think I work. Oh, well, they're, they're not one sleeping in my bed. They're not two paying my bills. And they're not three taking care of my children. So those are the three things I look at. If you're not doing those three, then you don't have an opinion. Good point. There you go. Mic drop. All right, we're done. So (laughs) should she even talk to the friends or just I mean, it depends on how close of a friend, but if they're like bringing you down kind of like that, I would just kind of slowly kind of pull back until. Yeah, maybe not make it obvious. Yeah. Initially, just kind of gradually. Find other friends that you can devote your time towards more to where you have less time with those. Does that make sense? I feel like I hate that answer that, okay, you know, maybe, maybe your best option is to just walk away from those friends and find other friends. But sometimes that. You know, pulling the bandaid off, that's the answer. I mean, it may I not have be had what to you do want to that. Hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've definitely had to X some friends out. And We've had X to prune our inner circle a few times. Yes. And it's okay to prune. Prune is there for healthy growth. So I definitely start pruning. <laughs> Get them shears out. Chop away. Keep working, girl. Do your thing. All right. Well, that is really all I have for today. Oh, we have our, our interview decks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So grab a question. You ready? Would you like to pick or do you want me to just pick one? You just pick one. I'll pick one on my side. You pick one on your side. All right. I have a I have a question. Who goes first? I'll go first. What's something invisible that you wish people could see? What is something invisible that I wish people could see? Yeah, that's I what I say, said. <laughs> um, you know, as I'm, I'm thinking about that question, I'm going to, um, my mind is going to the overnight success concept. You know, you, you, you see it in uh, the creator market economy a lot, the content creators that, oh, they're an overnight success. What is invisible Ooh. is all of the months and years of work that they put in hustling for that overnight success to occur. All, all the, the viewers are seeing is that overnight success. They're not seeing all the work that happened that allowed that overnight success to occur. It sounded like you said overnight (laughs) sex. Well, success. (laughs) Success. So I wish that were more visible. I wish people could realize what all is truly involved. And there is no there is no overnight success. No, it just that happened to be the one thing that did it. But all that stuff of them being in the trenches is never seen. And nobody ever sees it. That goes into the whole like, you know, social media when you, what you see on social media is not the full story or the full picture. Like you're only seeing a glimpse. And it's like, usually the 1% that you do see of someone's life is what they want to show you. I mean, rarely you'll see some people who are very, very authentic and very true. Especially on social media. Yeah. And give you like some of the back stories and stuff like that, but you still don't see it. Like, I mean, I talk about being dyslexic. I talk about like a ton of things and weird stuff, but you still don't see the full picture of what goes on behind the scenes. You're seeing the Instagram grid view and not the story view. Yes. Because the story, people post stories and that's where the hustle is. Yeah. Exactly. The the grid is a is a picture of a, a you know, it, it's gone through Lightroom, it's edited, 
It's beautifulized. It, it's beautyized, or <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. But but the story is where the hustle is. So people need to pay attention more to the story than the grid. Your question: is, If you were given one thousand dollars to spend on your closest friend, what would you get them? A thousand dollars on my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And do I? I don't have to say who my closest. You don't have to say is. just what would I get and your them. Closest, yeah, and, and this person may not even have to exist. It was just what would you get them? Okay, so my closest friend spending a thousand dollars. No, you're spending a thousand dollars. What did I say? They're spending a thousand dollars. You said my closest friend. Well, I don't know. I heard your closest friend spending a thousand dollars. Okay, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on my closest friend. Okay. Um, I would pick you, and I would buy you the big TV that you want. <laughs> to put on the wall that we just assembled the small TV because <laughs> I've told now you no a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, now that we've put the you know what the our existing TV on the wall, we did allow gro- space growth. for growth. Yeah. Yes, there's definitely growth. So, all right, let's take the materialistic stuff like that away. Uh, now, well, then if it's not materialistic, then it's some it's not going to be dollar wise. Okay. Well, I mean, I I if I don't have a closest friend, but I mean, I would say like buying. S- somebody like a ticket to like a convention the podcasting thing something that would change their their worldly or and the podcasting thing she means like the conference we came back from yeah but like it would change their their whole world like their uh look on things or how they do their business yeah, so I that like they that. could uh, improve upon on having a better podcast or a better business a better this or that or whatever they're hustling to do on the side and stuff like that. I like that. that. I mean, I like the TV too, but <laughs> but also like you're you're putting them you're allowing them to be put in a position where they can make contacts or or network with somebody that can really change their life. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's just that little bit somebody there's always somebody that you drop that little bit into that flourishes them. I like Every that. single person has somebody that they can think of in their head that has poured a drop of water somewhere in their bucket that has changed the dura- trajectory of their life. Trajectory? Not 100% sure, but I'm, we're going to You know go what with, I'm trying to yeah. say. The direction of their has life. Has changed Traje- the outlook of their life. Or yes. has changed the, 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 trajectory. the path that they are. <laughs> that they are on, that they can go on. Whatever. You okay. know what I'm saying? I like there you that. Go. There, boom, good answer. Done. Good answer, woman. Oh, that was tough. I was a little worried there. There you go. Boom. Thank you for joining us. You can visit us at bestiesinbed.com for all of our links and episodes. Please subscribe or follow so that you never miss out on an episode. In addition, we would also really appreciate it if you would share us with a friend. After all, sharing is the happy way. <laughs>